Katie from Yeah No Yeah. But you already knew that because you're about to listen to our show. But I wanted to pop in here to invite you to a super secret slumber party hosted on Patreon. For just $4 a month, you can get access to a bonus episode, Molly's notes, and other fun things. I don't actually know if we're offering anything else. I just wanted to say that. Bye. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. We, I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me that out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Andrew, and if you're listening to this, that makes one of us, because I hate this fucking show. <laughs> Hi, I'm Molly, and who let him in? Hi, I'm Katie, and it's really good this is the last season, because I cannot think of an intro. Okay, great. Um, welcome. <laughs> well, that's them. This is Katie and Andrew, the couple. The couple. The this, couple episode. Uh, this is our wedding episode, and so we thought, who better to officiate? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, listeners, we are gathered here today to celebrate <laughs> the union of the two most demonic people I know, Andrew <laughs> and Katie. So yeah, we're going to talk about weddings yes. and how they work. And I t- I told Andrew, like, what my idea for the show was. And he was like, oh, yeah, I wondered what you were going to say. And then I thought, it's Molly. She's going to talk about history and traditions. <laughs> and he's right. He's grumpy, but he's also very correct. I'm going to talk about, like, what people do at weddings and a little bit about their origins and what Katie and Andrew plan to include in their own um uh, 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 health and nuptials. And more importantly, not include. More importantly, not include. Yeah. There's a because, lot of things we're not going to do. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and I knew that that would be the case because I thought about like a standard wedding and I thought Katie and Andrew are not going to put up with that. <laughs> no. I, I, we'll get into I feel it. like I have plenty hypocritical opinions that I'll spew today yeah. about what's wrong with weddings, but what won't be wrong for us. For us. <laughs> and I feel like that is the kind of gung-ho naivete and yeah. truly mm-hmm. mental illness that you need to have to get married. You, to get married. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, I think a comedian said this. I think I'm stealing this from them. But why would you have a party for your college friends and your oldest relatives? <laughs> so there's the first problem that jumps to my mind. Um, I also, besides the traditions, I also spoke with a wedding planning insider, an insider to the industry who's so inside, I'm going to keep her anonymous. I don't want her associated with this. But she had some very interesting insights that I would like to share with you all. She's a wedding planner? I can't say. And no, she's not. A wedding planning insider. I can't say, and you know what? She's not. <laughs> no, she's absolutely not. Okay, great. Um, okay, so uh, so the first one I started with was uh, something old. Mm. You say the rest. Something new, something borrowed, something blue. And a silver sixpence in her shoe. That I didn't know. That's the line that we've gotten rid of in our modern times. Is it because no one says pence? Sure. <laughs> That's probably part of it. Yeah, dime in her shoe. I don't think Pence, maybe Pence is still in England. English oh, people, maybe. English listeners. We have one. We have at least one. Yeah, we I just know sent we her do. a t shirt. Do you have Pence? <laughs> 
I'm not going to Google it. And is it in your shoe? <laughs> and is it in your shoe? <laughs> How heavy are your shoes? Um, so I was I read about the origins, and a lot of this origin stuff is just like, <laughs> oh, where did they get this? My sources for this are terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with that. Something old. I kept finding this repeated over and over in right. all these different sites where they're like, something old protects the baby. And it's what like, baby? how? What baby? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like your future babies. Oh, but right. why? Why? There's so much about weddings where it's just like ancient spirits. Maybe yeah. this was oh, yeah. Roman. Who knows? It's really, we don't know. Uh, something borrowed. So the thing that you borrow is supposed to be from a happy bride. And like by borrowing something oh. from her happy wedding, you'll take a little bit of that. That one yourself. makes sense. That I like. Something blue. This is another <laughs> one. Baffles the evil eye. <laughs> Okay. Blue is there's a lot about the evil eye that makes more sense. Yeah. But this is the one I don't get. What does blue do to the evil eye? I don't know, but I have a blue evil eye on my door. And they're always if it's a Greek evil eye or a like Hamsa from like Judaism and mm-hmm. it has like a drop like a droplet. I'm holding a Hamsa in my hand. It's always blue, light to dark to darker blue. So I don't know. Maybe blue is like a warding of evil. I have no idea why, though. But that's the evil eye. So why would the evil eye be blue and also be afraid of blue? Well, when you have an evil eye, it's not that thing. I think I gave you one for your door years ago. Like, it, that isn't the evil eye. It's called an evil eye, but it wards off the evil eye. You didn't. You're confusing me with... Someone more witchy. <laughs> Someone more witchy. Uh, maybe Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But blue is a color I, that makes sense in that regard, that I've seen it before. <laughs> Sixpence is the one that we know the that you and I understand the least mm-hmm. about in terms of what a pence is, but... Um, it makes sense that it's prosperity for the new couple. Sure. sure. Money and why not? Um, so I was reading that in like just uh, marriages today, most people get married on a Saturday. Yeah. Does that sound? So you, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you can you party. Got the whole, everybody, no man should take off work and everyone has a whole day to recover. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I've read that for venues, Saturday is the most expensive day because that's when everybody wants exactly. to do it. So, but it used to be, and I think this is from, I want to say the Victorian era, like a lot of our modern wedding stuff. Saturdays were bad luck. I wonder why that is. Would they get married on Sundays? Monday for health, Tuesday for wealth, Wednesday best of all, Thursday for losses, Friday for crosses. What's losses? (laughs) Crosses is less confusing to me. What does crosses mean? Like God? God. Okay. Saturday for no luck at all. Oh, well, that's us. (laughs) And no Sunday at all. I guess you couldn't. I don't Maybe know. Sunday's church, so the church is already booked. Wednesday being best of all is this is not how we think of the days of the week anymore. No, they had a different. <laughs> they, they had, had a different a, idea. They had very different schedules back then. <laughs> I'm um, like hump day sucks. Am I um, right? Um. Yeah, well, maybe they were like, oh, it'll break up the week at the factory mm. if we get to go oh, away. Oh, true. We had a different life. I don't then. know. I'm completely pulling that out of my ass. <laughs> uh, there was also a super superstition that you shouldn't marry someone whose last name started with the same letter as yours. Have you ever heard that? To change the name and not the letter <laughs> is to change for the worst and not the better. Oh, no. Mine. What are what are your sources? I want to I know. <laughs> I have, Andrew's actually here just to fact check you the whole time. <laughs> I have here in my notes enough with the rhymes. 
<laughs> so that's the that's the last rhyme. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that uh, my sources, like I said, are bad. They're bad. Um, but I did try and find things that were in more than one place. Okay. But the problem with the internet kids is a lot of times there are bloggers who are or bl- websites that have blogs that don't want to pay writers to write their blogs so they just copy from oh, other websites sure. yeah. so the same shit gets passed around that mm. may not actually be true um but okay so this is a fun one where there are actual <laughs> stuff this, this is real stuff okay. real information okay white dresses yeah are you going to wear one yeah are you going to wear a black tuxedo no no Mm-mm. you'll no, be the I'll, less I'll, traditional of the two of yeah. us but I feel like with black, uh, that's not really. No one cares. Yeah, what the grooms can wear, they can wear nothing right. for it. For all we care, leopard print velvet has been thrown around. Yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Won't that be yeah. good? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna wear white. I feel like being a little virgin for a, a day. A little virgin. Okay. So everybody said. Now this is what is so interesting. Why? So explain to me your understanding of the origin of the white dress. Or actually, Andrew, why don't we start with you? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you take a guess? What, but you've heard uh, the origin that. of the white dress. But you've heard that brides should wear white. Yeah, well, yeah. I know that. And what? That, why do you think that is? Uh, white is like associated with purity, right? Yeah. Purity. That's what I yeah. thought, too. Okay. So, wearing white, very recent. Oh, okay. A recent yeah. thing. Because for a long time, uh, and not until the 1940s, did we have the technology to keep clothes white at all. It was just impossible and expensive, mm-hmm. and nobody made white fabric because it was unless it was for a very wealthy bride. Mm-hmm. So before the 1940s, only super rich people would even bother with a white dress. And for a long time, it was just you wore a colorful dress, mm. or you would wear um, a dress that was a lighter color that you would then dye a different color. Like you would never have a single-use dress, right? Which right. makes sense. Um, so. Uh, Brides, um, yeah, it was usually just a dress that you would rewear. But in 1840, Queen Victoria got married, and she wore a white dress. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of um, – she picked white for a lot of reasons, but – or not for a lot of reasons, for very practical reasons. It had to do with the British economy. Oh, the okay. lace industry was struggling. And she's like, Let And so she wore this. white with all this fancy lace around the uh, shoulders and the collar area. And it was to give English lace makers a boost. And wearing white, she she wasn't the first royal to wear white, but she was one of the first. Usually you'd be wearing uh, a more uh, like robes of state, like a more official royal looking outfit, like fur or like ermine trim, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing with what you'd typically think of a royal person looking yeah. like um but she uh she had this very romantic idea about like oh i'm marrying albert i'm not i'm not doing this as like a duty of state i'm doing this because i really want to get married and this in the victorian era was uh this idea of romance being the reason for your wedding was really taking off mm-hmm. for a while it was just like a you've got money i don't Let's, let's have be some together. kids. Yeah. yeah, let's let's operate this farm. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll our children will be our employees. Um, so that was what. So for the first time, it was like, oh, it's this big, beautiful, romantic thing. And so because her wedding was so uh, talked about, yeah, it wasn't photographed because that hadn't happened yet. But 
everyone was like, oh, I want to be like Queen Victoria. Aww. So that's when the and I want idea. I a lazy white dress. And I want a lazy white dress. So again, that was something like uh, fancy people would do. It still wasn't normal right. for the average bride to do that until uh, after World War II. Um, so, so then in uh, this etiquette book, it was something mm-hmm. like The Etiquette of Trousseau or something. <laughs> um, it was called Godie's Ladies Book. Uh, a decade later, said custom from time immemorial has decided on white as the most fitting hue, whatever may be the material. It is an emblem of the purity and innocence of girlhood mm. and the unsullied heart she now yields to the chosen one. <laughs> so that was bullshit. And they knew it. <laughs> they knew it because this was like in 1849 Damn. and the whole white look dressing. look what it's done to all of us. And But we just went with it. We, we were did. like, yep, virgins, white <laughs> has to be. So, going back to the agricultural thing and more medieval practices, this is one that I saw in Glamour specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I saw copied other places, like obviously copy and paste jobs, so uh, I couldn't find this in a real source. Um, uh, Not seeing the bride before the wedding. Why do you think that is? I've only ever heard that it's bad luck, but I don't know why. Why do you think it would be bad luck? Because she's you're supposed to be virgins together again with this whole like right white, that makes sense. So don't look at each other. Don't, <laughs> don't look at each other why. because if you look at each other, you're you'll fuck. having sex. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> eye contact, sex, as we all know, is the is pretty close to intercourse. Sure. As we For all know, don't look at my eyes. Um, <laughs> um, so actually, and this is probably again, like I'm not sure if this is true, but um, it, the according to the lore. Uh, it used to be that you would get a bride, right? Mm-hmm. That it would be arranged by the parents. And uh, they didn't want the groom to see the bride before it was all locked down. Mm-hmm. Because what if she's ugly? What if she's ugly? <laughs> what if she's ugly? And so that's the veil. And it's <laughs> they like want to the, lock you in. So yeah. And we want to get you somewhere where you can't back out. <laughs> So you may now kiss the bride. The veil goes ah, up. Ah, yes. Oop, 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 she's oop, ugly. Oop, she's ugly. Too, Too late. late now. <laughs> oh, did the veil only go up at kiss the bride? Yeah. That makes sense. Traditionally, Traditionally. then the priest would shout, she's ugly. Too bad. And then everyone would run away. <laughs> what if the man is ugly? <laughs> he Which, was. Which, by the way, he they was. always are. He al- they-, they always are. Andrew has one. <laughs> Andrew is Whoa. missing a tooth. Yeah, okay. I'm... <laughs> I may be missing one of my two front teeth. I can't look at it. <laughs> but what matters is that um, it's not permanent and I'll get it fixed. I won't be ugly forever. <laughs> Until then, and you're wear not a even veil. ugly now. He's yeah. not. Andrew's. Until, yeah, he has a veil that's just covering the gap in his front tooth. For those of you who don't know, Andrew's extremely handsome and we have to neg him to cut no. him down to size. As he does to us. Uh, as he does to us. <laughs> so, okay. So this is our favorite, or at least your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about what, why bridesmaids, they all wear matching dresses. Why? Bridesmaids all wear matching dresses. And I remember, again, this is from a bad Google source. I don't, it's been copy pasted, I'm sure. Right. Um, everyone was wearing whatever to match the bride. So normally now you don't match the bride. You 
right. would wear a completely different color. You wouldn't wear white. But right. the lore of having a bridesmaid is so that the devil would be confused on who the bride is because he really wants to capture a virgin. So you would have X amount of bridesmaids that he could pick them off first before the bride. Right. And that is what I'm willing to be picked off for the devil. Yeah, I was going to say. I wish that was yeah. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So That's not what it means to be a bridesmaid anymore. Also, the uh, only the bride can wear white. That was also Queen Victoria saying, I'm going to wear white. Nobody else wear white. Yeah. I want to. I wow, wanna, she really wow. set the, she, the stage. The Victorian era has had reverberations wow. like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Andrew's looking off into the distance <laughs> as though to say, when will she be done with the Victorian era? <laughs> Never. I'm just wondering if there's going to be a pop quiz after this. <laughs> <laughs> there usually is, and she beats me if I don't get the answers right. Yeah. That's so, always off camera. So, okay. So, yes. Uh, also, supposedly, okay, no, actually, best man. Let's talk about him. Yeah. What does he do? What's his role? He holds the reins. He ho- but why, oh, yeah. but like what's why was he originally? Why do you think? Why oh, would God, they have I never a best research? No men. one's thought about it. No one yeah. cares. No one yeah. cares. <laughs> the man side of the aisle is just not interesting. No, it's really uh, not. So supposedly in medieval Germany, and this wasn't real mm-hmm. sources, but it's again, who knows? It's shrouded in lore. Supposedly in medieval Germany, Germany, the best man back when everything was village. So this wasn't even like Germany as we mm. think of it today. When Europe was but a mush sure. of warring <laughs> villages, uh, they would take. They would you would go capture. A bride from a neighboring village if women in your village were running low. And you would bring her back and your best man was the man who was there with his sword to fight off anyone who tried to come for your oh. for your bride. Again, I like that a lot better than mm-hmm. this holding the reins. Yeah. And so I've also heard that the matching dresses thing was the same idea that supposedly in ancient Rome – you, everyone would wear matching, all the, the bride and her maids would wear matching dresses to confuse people coming from the village to get the other, to get the bride back. Go. And the devil. And the devil. It's mm-hmm. supposed to throw people off. Yeah. And so now it makes no sense because the point the of bridesmaids. match, but the bride doesn't. So it's yeah. like, I guess you can, now you know where she is. Now you know exactly <laughs> where she is. It's almost like we're dressed in an arrow pointing directly <laughs> yeah. at the bride. Yeah. Come get her, villagers. Come get her, villagers. <laughs> That's why I'm not having bridesmaids. Can't trust them. Yeah. Can't trust them. Can't trust them. <laughs> um, so, uh, proposals. This one is uh, really disheartening. The whole engagement ring thing. That's just the De Beers Diamond Company saying, you got to do it. Yeah, I've heard that. That's just like... uh, There's nothing. Yeah, marketing by the diamond industry. There's nothing there. Yeah. (laughs) It means nothing except a company wants you to buy diamonds. Well, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's beautiful in its own way. I have a diamond ring. (laughs) Jokes on them because I can't afford diamonds. I did have emeralds and diamonds. Emeralds and diamonds. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I the, always the theme of weddings should always be capitalism. And ours will be. Yeah. Uh, so when you cut the cake, and are you, you put gonna, it on each other's nose? Are you gonna smush oh, it? honey, we're not even cutting a cake in front of people. Right. Why would I put anyone through that? Yeah, I I haven't thought about that one, but oh. I don't really see. Why? What do you I don't mean do put that. anyone through that? I think yeah. it's so. I always found that the cringiest part of a wedding. Of the bride and the groom. You both yeah. hold a knife. You hold and a like knife. You smile. Laugh. Everyone takes pictures and everything. Yeah. 
I read this paper <laughs> that in uh, this uh, this paper that was about uh, cultural perceptions of traditions. Mm-hmm. There was this. Cu- it was the intro of it was talking about this couple in Glasgow where they were like, "We're not doing." the cake cutting ceremony because it's disgusting because it symbolizes the knife is the penis <gasps> and the white cake is the bride and the cut well, now I'm doing cake. <laughs> <laughs> and now I actually would like all the men there to take a sword <laughs> everyone ceremoniously I would, takes I'm, a dildo and inserts have... it into the cake <laughs> Into the bride. Into the bride. <laughs> We're going to get many small cakes to <laughs> distribute amongst the women. I'm going to have one knife and go around oh, and would. slice all of them. It's Coming really going to be the opposite. It'll be one giant white cake and all the men come and <laughs> put their knife through. I wish I hadn't said anything. <laughs> now you've uh, given, we're like both thinking of fun stuff to do at our wedding now. Yeah. This is a good brainstorm. Well, that is for gross. you guys. I didn't know that. No, okay, but the idea behind this paper was we don't know where they got this idea. Mm. And like other people say, like, no, it's about the bride and the groom working together. This is their first thing I hate they that do too. as a couple. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> um, so apparently I read multiple places uh that in ancient Rome that uh a, b- a barley the bride would have barley cake uh crumbled onto her head to symbolize <laughs> Both male dominance and future fertility. <laughs> How much barley will be at your wedding? <laughs> Not enough. The answer better be a lot. It I'm is at a brewery. Coming. It is. So oh, it is. It'll be a lot of barley. All the barley we want. <laughs> Justin, we're sorry about that. Scream. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll see what we can do in post. Um, all the barley we want. Yum. Yum. Just pour a keg on top of me. Just yeah. throw a keg at me is what mm, I mean. Wouldn't dunk the bride. Uh, we should dunk, dunk the, the bride. bride. Remember, you can be, if you're, well, no, I was going to say, be like Queen Victoria and make up your own stuff. But really. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, according <laughs> to Martha Stewart magazine, in Yorkshire, a bride would have a taste of her cake and then throw the rest over her head. Hopefully this would mean a life empty of want. <laughs> No, you should I eat the entire that. cake. It must have been like a joke cake, yeah. a prop cake. I hate that. Yeah. God, I hate traditions. Yeah. Are you So are you going to do the, <laughs> are you going to dance not. with your mom? Like, no, oh. well, he might. <laughs> yeah, he should. He probably will. I'm Just not for, her, dance for her, you know? Yeah, I get, I will say the dances I get, the speeches are fine. It's like no garter belts, no oh, um, yeah. tossing of a bouquet, right. no yeah. bridesmaids, no men of honor, whatever they're called. Have, <laughs> you, have you ever seen that done, the garter belt thing? Yeah, I've been to weddings where it was done it's when I was embarrassing. a kid. Yeah. I remember as a kid sweating and being yeah. like, I hate this. Yeah, I looked up the garter belt tossing yeah. the bouquet thing, and I didn't find anything that interesting about their origins, but it's like, those are both things that have really gone out of popularity. It's not cool. I think that those <laughs> reached their height in the 80s, yes. and now we're moving away. I remember going to, like, my aunt's or my mom's friend's weddings, and I remember this one specifically. It tortures me. I was, like, eight, and I was at a wedding, and, like, the groom, like, used his mouth. He went all the way up oh, yeah. under her dress and used his mouth to pull her garter belt off. And I remember just like being really young and being like, I want to leave. Everyone here is horny but me. I remember being at a wedding and seeing the garter belt being pushed up a a leg and being kind of too young Mm -hmm. to get 
why it was cool, but I've heard that the um, but I'm like, oh, everyone here is like when you sense like, horniness cool. as a child, but you don't know yes. what what it is exactly. You're like, oh, there's like people are sweaty but happy. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole th- and then it's like, okay, I didn't know this how complicated it got. It according to some wedding planners, you toss the bouquet. Whoever catches the bouquet. Then they're the one, and then they do the whole garter thing mm-hmm. where the the dude the throws boys, the garter, yeah. and then the dude that catches the garter and the girl that catches the bouquet are supposed to get married. <laughs> well, he's supposed to do something with the garter, and then he puts her. it on her. No, no. What if it's your niece? <laughs> like, honey, <laughs> this is why we don't do this in my house. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why we've moved on yeah, as a you culture. Have to. I think so. I'm glad that you're setting that tone. And no flower kids and ring boys. No flower babies. No kids. Yeah. No, no kids. one under 21 is allowed at our wedding. Well, after what you're going to do to the cake, I should <laughs> hope not. Kids don't have fun at weddings, and I don't have fun seeing them there. I've had a lot of fun at weddings. I never Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Kids? Kids love... Ki- weddings oh, are for children. Thank you, kid. I was not... I Eating not cake. having fun. Staying up late. All oh, of your relatives are drunk. You can do what you want. Tons of soda. Tons of soda. Weddings are I'm not changing only my mind fun on for this. children. Oh, no. I don't, <laughs> no, want, you I don't, don't want children anywhere near 21 there. 21 plus. Yeah. You don't know any kids. I do. I have kids in my family. I have one kid in particular, but he's not invited. Okay. Well. Right. They know it. <laughs> I looked at him recently and I said, Den the not eye. fucking invited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. I love him. Um, the theme of Katie's wedding is drawing a line <laughs> in the sand. Boundaries. So, okay. As I mentioned, I talked to a wedding industry insider. Who's not a wedding planner, or we can't say. Who's not. She's she's way up there, and that's all I'll say. Wow. Um. So... Uh, she expressed some annoyance at how some people... Mm. I was like, so we're doing an episode on weddings, and she was like, let me stop you right there. Um, <laughs> she talked about how people love to shit on weddings, how it's like become like yeah. a popular thing to be like... Like a, like a pick me, I'm not like other girls, I'm a cool girl, I hate weddings. Right. Kind of thing. Um, and she pointed out that people think... This was really interesting, looking at the money part of mm-hmm. weddings. So, okay, the number that gets thrown around a lot is the average wedding costs 33,900. Right. Is that what is that what That's you guys almost, are maybe exactly what we'll end up paying? Really? Yeah. It's interesting mm-hmm. cuz I thought like that must that number must be thrown off by the people who spend millions of dollars on their wedding. But yeah. I guess and no, this is like a, for me, I think we're doing things as cheap as we can. Not as cheap, you know, like we're not cutting corners. Right. But we're not inviting maybe as many people as we'd like to because obviously you pay by head. So I'm not shocked to hear that number. So what? So the venue is the biggest thing, right? In our mind, too, it's like yeah. we're going to have an open bar afterwards, oh, like a yeah. second location. Yeah. That's kind of also yeah. wrapped in in that, too. Yeah, there's you like know? the fun extra stuff like that. The venue... The venue actually, like for us, the venue itself, and we won't bore you guys with the details, is not very expensive. But it, because it it is just a barn, you have to get mm. it furnished and get barn china ware and all this sort of stuff. Barn weddings have really t- taken yeah. off. I have been at some weddings. Um, if you're listening to this, it's not your wedding. 
<laughs> but I remember being at a wedding once where the rule was specifically whatever, like the bride and groom were given a budget and they said, whatever you don't spend on the wedding, you get to keep. Right. So okay. like, so guess how much their who, wedding who gave them this budget? Their, yeah. parents. their parents. Their parents were like, here's a chunk of money. Spend whatever you want on the wedding. But the rest is yours. Uh, the food. Mm. Oh, see, that's where you cannot. <laughs> and I no won't allow. No booze. Ooh, I'm leaving. Yeah. I won't allow food or booze corner cutting, which no. Andrew knows yeah. I feel uh, passionate That's about. Disgusting. Um, so, even, okay. Even like a sober person who's getting married would have Has booze at their wedding because they're not yeah. monsters. I have Sorry heard some tales. Friends that are monsters. Because like I knew not people that I would ever closely associate with, but people that I knew through churchy homeschooling people, mm. like they would have dry weddings where I remember there was this wedding that I saw pictures of where the bride and the groom both wore khaki pants. And I just had that recovered memory. And I'm now so I can't sorry. get that out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it oh God. Um so the average wedding, she said, is thirty three nine hundred. No, okay. Well, that is a number I got from the internet. Oh, okay. Um, but then, but the point that she made that I thought was really interesting is she was like, "People act like it's this big money making industry, and it's not. Because mm. if you think about it, because if you think about it, taking a hundred of your friends out to dinner, sure, would be expensive, right? Like you're paying for the stuff. Yeah, the people involved in providing your stuff." They're not making a ton of money. Like wedding planners make, I saw the average salary. It's like 44000 a year yeah. across the country. So it's not like, they're not billionaires. They're not raking it in. No. And also you don't, I mean, I hope you do hire a wedding planner, but you don't need one in these times. I've what, heard. Would in like COVID times? Just like in general, like anymore. I think it depends on like the level of wedding you're having. Right. Like a friend of ours got married and. It was a big ordeal, and they definitely had one, but I won't be having one. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's just not going to be that involved that you need to, yeah. like, dedicate someone to you, figure it all out yeah, for Yeah, they you. do have people that do, like, day of care, day of planners, and those are good, and they're there to, like, yell at people for you, I assume. Right. Um, but, like, things like the big fancy white dress, that's up to you. You don't have to spend no, that much money I agree. on a big dress. I agree. But if you're getting a fancy dress, like, someone put hours and hours into that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's going to be super expensive. I think like, it's not so much a money-making scheme. I agree with you. I think it's, like, I think people spend too much on their weddings. You should know how much you want to spend. Yeah. <laughs> and then just I've heard be realistic. Someone, I mean, I mean, in your own family, sorry to say. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> But yeah, my, my brother's wedding. Uh, Give us a number. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it went into like seven figures. What? Yeah, seven Six figures. Mm. Seven figures. Did they pay for I like so. for for? Oh, you guys stayed at like a fancy place, a right? Did they? I mean, like, they like it was the most beautiful yeah. place and wedding I've they ever been this, to. Like whole estate, it's like a, a okay. There's so a nice, was like it's like a hotel in the Catskills, like right. a, you know, with like it wasn't big, like a dozen rooms, but they rent out the whole like property and they, for days. Okay. It was like yeah. for days. Yeah, I mean, we got to reap the benefit. We kept pretending it was our wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, me, and my brother did not come from that kind of money. No, but, yeah, this was the bride's yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. Um. Boy. Ugh, and boy, let me dizzy. tell you, they weren't having the time of their life. So it's like it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not calling. I think they're great and I think they love each other. But it's like you can tell all the stress of getting married 
and like having a big thing. Like it's almost like, is that fun? I've talked to a, a bride whose wedding I attended and enjoyed. It was a lovely, you know, basic, but like mm-hmm. nice. Um, and she was like, I don't remember it. And yeah. which I've heard from a number of brides, it's like there's so much going on. You're so overwhelmed. And you spend the whole time thanking people for coming. Yeah. You yeah. don't have fun. <laughs> no, you don't get to like, I hope a big thing I'm going to make sure that happens. It's like, I just want to party and drink and yeah. eat. I mean, and recently, people can come up to me and if yeah. They recently, want. we're giving advice like, <laughs> yeah, don't give a fuck about anybody That's else true. at your wedding. Like, yeah. just do whatever you want to do. Like, right. it's for you, and you're spending and a lot you're of the money. One spending all the money. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think that that is also something that's probably going to shift as, like, millennials, we get married older, and mm-hmm. generally we're not, like, well, I guess it depends on your family, but I think a lot of us are, like, well, we'll pay for whatever we do. Yeah. We're not going to have, yeah. Um, so, a great point that she made, um, my insider yes. source, she said, uh, it's a woman-dominated industry, mm-hmm. so surprise, surprise. People love to shit on it. It's one of the only industries where women completely dominate the, the space. And I thought, like, oh my god, interesting. Like, <laughs> I've fallen into that trap of being like, you know, I try to. I feel like I notice this, like mm-hmm. anytime something is something that women are predominantly good at, or anything that women dominate, like being a school teacher, mm-hmm. or maybe like a freelance blogger type person. <laughs> Those are areas where like women are uh, uh, um, anything to do with little kids. It's like it's always women, mm-hmm. and so guess what? Those are the shittiest paying jobs. Yeah, and I think that um, you say like, "Well, you don't need as much skill," and it's like, "Well, that's bullshit." Because because those oh, are yeah, in really important that. jobs yeah. that women have a particular skills, a particular set of skills. Imagine Liam Neeson in a wig saying that. <laughs> and then you would respect it. But also women, um, like I'm in finance, and just because I'm a woman, people are like, you know. I don't think it's, she, it's not it's fair like, to shit on women. anybody's job for not being skillful yeah. enough. I mean, But it's right. also I think women I, just get shit on no matter what we do. It's like, well, if women do it <laughs> yeah. in great numbers, it must be it fucking must stupid. Be <laughs> yeah. It I'm, must a, be stupid I'm a bartender. I, I, I put four different liquid ingredients <laughs> in a metal tin. I shake it up. And then that's my job. And like, everyone salutes you when they walk into I that sure bar. Do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm a town favorite. You really are. But somewhere... Probably on some tropical island, there's a monkey who probably literally does my job for tourists or something. Of course, you know? so. there certainly is. And his name's Andrew. <laughs> um, yeah. So I and I've realized like part of what my sort of like like uh, reaction to weddings is when I see like a lot of it is around wedding photography that where they put like oh, yeah. the wedding shoes with the single wedding <laughs> rose with the rings with the ring, on a yeah. cushion. <laughs> And when I look at those pictures, I think, like, what? Who? Okay, and this is the other thing. There's that big study that people love to reference, a real study that showed the more you spend on your wedding, the sorry to your brother, the less likely you are to stay married. I have heard oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like for some people, like, weddings just seem like the last, like, exciting thing that's going to happen. Yes. For them, you know? Yes. At least in this, like, grand social way. Like, maybe you have right. kids later, and that's exciting. Right. But I I think there's like a correlation that people who, who put more like interest and money in their weddings are probably more likely this is it. to kind of lead a boring life. Oh, he said it. There's this you know? superb show on 
TLC, the learning channel, where uh, at one time they ran this glorious program called My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. It was about people, modern day gypsies or travelers, Mm -hmm. as they prefer to be known, people who live in mobile homes and maybe rip you off for uh, doing your driveway. Who knows? Who knows? That's the rumor I've heard. (laughs) Um, But they, uh, they... their weddings are insane and they go to a special this was set in England and they have a special dressmaker that they go to where they have these insane hoop skirts like look like a a print a Disney princess cake topper it's like <laughs> what their dresses look like and they like put little christmas lights oh, in the you skirt love this show. I love this show. Oh, yeah I remember you telling me <laughs> but they get and they and it's like they turn on the lights and it's like bing Bing, bing, and they walk down the aisle, and they can't walk in them because they're so heavy and pyrotechnic <laughs> that they, like, can't move. That's actually amazing. And they take them off, and they have, like, bruises and scrapes on their hips from, Jesus. like, how heavy the dress is. But they get married. The girls are, like, 16, and the grooms are, like, 19 or 20. Um, and they are um, – th- it is, like – that you can see, like this is it for this them, it. and then the rest of your life oh, you are no. cleaning a trailer. That's your whole life and having kids, and so it's sort of. I agree with what Andrew's saying. Is I think that f- from my perspective, yeah. it's like the huge, big, crazy weddings are for people who are like, and we're done. Yeah, <laughs> like, and yeah. sometimes they can be done and boring, and that's like rock and roll for them. Like they yeah. want this sort of like life that you know you just have your kids and you live your you know and that's great no yeah that's what a lot of people want yeah a lot of people do want that yeah just prefacing that in case anyone we love is listening (laughs) (laughs) um yeah if you're listening we loved your wedding yeah no if you're listening we love you but i have a lot to say about things i don't like and that's why i have a podcast get into (laughs) some of the things because a lot of what i don't like is what i think you don't like which is that there's so much around, and not even weddings, mm-hmm. bridesmaid culture, is when you're a woman of a certain age, um, and that's never happened to me because I've made sure to not have that close of friends. Yeah. Um, but And to <laughs> those close to you, I would never ask you to be a bridesmaid. No, yeah. And they, uh, and also a lot of my friends, like, are not interested in getting married, yeah. I have found. So I haven't had this problem. But a lot of my friends, all they complain to me about is being a bridesmaid. Yeah. What's being a bridesmaid like? Because I've never done. Again, prefacing this with, if I've done it for you, you've asked me to. I've been honored, and it was very kind, and I love you. Having said why, that. Why, why are you doing finger quotes? When you say that? <laughs> why do my eyes roll in the back of my head? No. Um, so I, I was a bridesmaid. I was a maid of honor, and I've also officiated a wedding in the past like couple years. And you've been all over. I'm queen of weddings. Yeah. Um, officiating is really fun because it feels a little bit special and you don't actually have to do a whole lot. I mean, I did have to write like a whole speech and like get certified, but that felt really easy. Right. Being a bridesmaid, there's a really good New York Times article from like 2018 that I probably read right before, like as I was being asked to do, um, be a maid of honor called, um, so you've been asked to be a bridesmaid, like now what? And it literally details out everything, like how much money you spend. So first you're asked in sometimes an elaborate way or just like I got like a really nice card in the mail and like a phone call. And that was great. And then you are introduced to the other girls if you don't already know them. And when you're the maid of honor, which is the worst job of all, <laughs> and I'm sorry to say, you it's not bad because the person that asks you to do it is probably someone you love a lot. So that part is fun. Right. You get to be with them on this day. What is bad is that you have to be around other women so much 
because you have to organize the uh, bachelorette. You have to attend the bridal shower, the engagement party. And then there's the wedding, the rehearsal dinner, the wedding and the brunch after the wedding. That is six events you are not like you're getting gifts for or at least you're like, for example, I and I can tell this story because I think it's worth it. I tried and failed seven different plans (laughs) because the girls just would not fucking like give me an inch. Like I was like, let's go upstate to a wine tour like this. This bride would really love that. And you know what? I found like the cheapest house and I'll even pay extra. So you guys don't have to pay. Like, let's just I think she'd really love that. And they're all like moms and like a little bit older. And they were like, no, like that's asking too much. I was like, "Okay, you know what? I get it. Maybe money is tight. You got kids. Let's just do like a nice dinner and I'll actually pay for like a big part of it as long as you guys are cool with splitting the rest. And they were like, well, one of us is vegan. And like, what if you eat meat and I don't eat meat and I don't drink and I don't do this. And I said, "Okay, so I'm going to fuck myself and I'll (laughs) pay for the entire bill, ladies. I will pay for the whole thing. Oh, my God. And then we make the plan. I'm walking over to the restaurant with my balloons and the bride (laughs) calls me. She is deathly ill and can't attend. Her own bachelorette party. So I cancel that and I'm out money because I put a deposit down for this restaurant. So I took myself there and had a big martini alone at a table for with 15 balloons. girls. With <laughs> balloons. Did any other, no, other girl, they I, didn't. I, they I, were all, couldn't have been more relieved, I'm sure. So then I say, ladies, one more try. Can we do something for this bride's wedding? And I found like this like wine tasting that's pretty cheap. And again, I'll pay for the bride. I'll pay for this. Like, and we can have dinner before four out of the seven girls said yes. And three showed up. So I will tell y'all this. It is really not nice to make your friends do this kind of stuff for you. This is one of the reasons I'm not having bridesmaids. I think it's expensive. Yeah. And by the way, I have lovely women in my life, maybe Molly included, who I definitely not, but not go Molly, on, but who I absolutely could ask. And I have people that have asked me, really, you're not having bridesmaids. We'd love. To- no, I don't think it's uh, right. I ended up spending on this. Who are these thirsty bitches yeah, exactly. well, asking to be bridesmaids? You probably no. Okay. <laughs> I have like and I have sisters. I have like people I could yeah. force into this, but I spent not including the wedding gift, which was generous. like. for things that ended up just not working out. You know what I mean? Oh, my butthole is clenched listening to that story. Because also you have to buy the dress. So it's like that also includes the dress, the gifts you give, the wedding gift, planning the thing that I lost money on, planning the other thing. It's like, again, none of this is the bride's fault. In fact, I kept a lot of this from her because I didn't want to stress her out. Right. And then after the wedding, we just like had a gush session about how awful it was. And in fact, the bridesmaid that was the worst to me, like in email and like really nasty, she came up to me at like the after party, which was pretty fun. And she was like, um, she's like, I'm really sorry. I was being, she's like, I don't know what like came over me. I was like, oh, so you're not always like a bitch. It was just me trying to do something really nice for our friend. That made you want to shit in my mouth and fuck me up the ass? Maybe it was like now that it's now that all the obligations and responsibilities are over, I can go and apologize and pretend that I'm not an awful person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And like yeah. I told the bride that and she was cracking up. She was like, Yeah, I she's like she's awful like that. Yeah, but, I hate that bitch too. I yeah, don't know why. I know well, I, I think invited her. If I had to guess this bride would have maybe done things a little bit differently after. I think the wedding ended up being like obviously really beautiful and fun, but I think before you ask people to do this kind of stuff, 
consider the financial obligation you're putting them through. Um, it was fine for me, but a lot of those women had no money to go to dinner, or so they claim. So it's sort of like, I don't, hmm. you're asking, I suspicious. think. Suspicious. It is suspicious. I think they misbehaved, but I also think just like you don't need a ton of bridesmaids. I am in another bridal party that I'm stressed about because it's a lot. I'll have to travel. Right. I'll have to do stuff I don't want to do. I'm going to lose friends during this show. And I, you know what? I'm okay. I, because I think people that know me know I will do it, but I'm not thrilled. Yeah. And I love you anyway. Um, the title of this episode is Shit My Mouth and Fuck Me Up the Ass. <laughs> the bridesmaid's story. The bridesmaid's story. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, um, I have endured not this horror but like Katie has like kept me in the loop of like what's <laughs> going on and I have um what's it called when you catch something from being in the same room Second I vicarious oh. <laughs> uh horror yeah. at, at that she was Molly was horrified during a lot of this and Andrew probably was too because I, I was, was screaming I was, at home. I was always yeah. like do you need all these friends that's always my answer <laughs> and you know what I'm gonna I lose think I was them. just your <laughs> yeah. I was just your echo chamber oh yeah it's yeah. like yeah it this does. is too much. You're right. Do you? How do you feel about not having like a bridal party, groomsmen or anything? Because oh, you I obviously don't... have people in your life you're close to that you would ask maybe. I just don't see the reason. Yeah. Here's my like, other I, thing. I, I can't even imagine why I would want that. Yeah. I mean, right. we'll do like a bachelor party. Sure. Right. But I don't need them to like stand next to me. I just don't. Right. It's not important. We want to be the stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're talking to two narcissists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. being on stage. I like all all eyes on me. Yeah. All eyes on you. I'm yeah. have our officiant else. say stuff and hide, and then say stuff and hide again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Um, I am genuinely looking forward to it because I don't have to do anything except show up and drink, which I will do. Which I will do. Oh, and that's all we expect. Okay. Those invited, just come and gorge and eat and drink. Gorge and, and eat and gorge and dance, eat. and we'll party all night. Oh, very exciting. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for your wedding. And yeah, I think that that is the thing of um, it's also like with the bridal shower stuff and all the gifts. Yeah. It's like uh, it, 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 that that again, it's like it makes more sense when it's young people getting married maybe 30 years ago yes. who are like, we genuinely don't have a frying pan. Can you help right. us out? Then it's yeah. like, yeah, of course. But then when it's like when you have people a, in their hundred early pans. to mid thirties who yeah. already live together, honey, like, some of these girls we're talking mid to like, late. Like these are women who are like a stat. Like I actually, someone asked me from work. They were like, "Oh, this person wants to buy you an engagement gift. What? What do you want?" I was like, "Cash, cold hard cash. I yeah. have everything else. Yeah. I want. You can you can ask yeah. for that, right? As a wedding as a I wedding do. gift. I we're not. I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I'm fine not registering for gifts so people bring yeah. cash. Yeah. Is that yeah. sick? Is that tacky? I don't care. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, don't I care. think that if you're gonna ask for money at any time, it should be on your wedding. And it's like. You certainly don't have to give us money, but I don't need a toaster. I don't need lingerie. Like, I buy all the things I want. Set up one of those things where it's like you can donate to, like, your honeymoon fund. You yeah, know? that's fun. Yeah. I think that and that's we'll just use it towards the house. Cute. House fund. <laughs> you could, You don't have to tell people. to. You can be honest about where yeah. the money is going. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> a house fund or are we buying a fun house? No, we're buying a fun house. <laughs> it's just a blow-up house. Because that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Should we have a fun house at the wedding? No, that's too much. 
A moon are down. You, you're thinking of like a bouncy <laughs> yeah, castle. But a fun house, like with all the mirrors oh, and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's too carnival. Every vibes. guest gets their own trampoline, or I'm not coming. <laughs> Jazzercise or die at my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just want to touch on one other aspect that I think is relevant, very Please. relevant to you all COVID weddings. Yeah. I've attended one. You did go to one. I did in the uh, in July. So we like did. We did not. Go. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. We've all done it. Yeah. It's actually beautiful. Right. I thought it was great that it was small. Right. So it was the thing of like the ceremony was socially distanced. Everyone's wearing mm-hmm. masks. But then like as the drinks flow. Oh, yeah, God, of course. Yeah. Who's going to be that anyway? So there was some mild controversy around that. But um, so I uh, started following some wedding planners on Instagram. And there's this schism in the wedding world. Uh, where some people are like, uh, I, uh, some planners are like, finally, we can do stuff. And other wedding planners are like, my business is suffering horribly. I've lost a lot of money, but I'm not going to have a wedding. I'm not going to, you know, facilitate weddings now where people are going to be, it's not, even if you're in an area that's not a hotspot, you have to assume people are going to be flying Mm -hmm. from all over to come to a wedding. So, I was following this one wedding planner in Alabama who's, like, she posted under, like, uh, all of her, the theme of all of her posts about weddings that she's planning is, finally, we can do this. Ugh, it was so inconvenient, the pandemic. And then there was one caption that was, like, love can't stop, or, no, excuse me, (laughs) COVID can't stop love. (laughs) And love also cannot stop COVID, as we've learned. (laughs) Well, that is what she should have said. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, I started, there's this DJ out there who uh, is, like, a COVID wedding DJ where he makes you pay. Uh, a deposit in case he gets sick with COVID. Oh, wow. And he has, he performs behind like a plexiglass <laughs> thing where he's like in his DJ booth with like a big, basically, uh, yeah, one of those plastic visors that goes all the way around his DJs booth. DJs are a big, I think that's maybe my one of my more important things is that we get a really good DJ. Mm. Yeah. Think? Well, it's going to be playing songs that Andrew likes, so no one will dance. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll... No, I know. <laughs> we'll we'll find that middle ground. Of like... Well, I don't want like the YMCA, but <laughs> no. I, you know, I definitely want like soul. Guys, There's gonna be I'll be a the lot DJ. Of naked ladies, white people Anya, at our wedding. Smash so Mouth. Who are not, the old not, white people? Family members. Oh. <laughs> like my oldest is... Yeah, I guess you're right. So... We're definitely gonna avoid any song that like would cause them to like feel the need to like get up and like flail around as like many <laughs> of them do. No, um, I hope they dance to yeah our kind of music, and that'll be yeah. much funnier. I just had a horrible <laughs> flashback to going to a wedding with my uh, parents, and my parents obviously got violently drunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they were playing you know the hits of today. And then Rihanna comes on, I forget which one, and I look over to my dad, and he's like tap dancing to Rihanna. And I drank, I think I blacked out that night, because how could I not? No, I actually love that, and I hope someone will tap dance at my wedding. Invite my dad. I will. May I recommend? I will. (laughs) Okay. Your plus one is your father, or no one else. (laughs) Aw, dad. (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah, so you guys were like going to do it sooner, 
but then COVID hit, right? With not the thinking timeline wise, because your like wedding is like five years from now. <laughs> We're talking about it like it's around the corner, and it's, it's not, not around the corner. It's like a year, a year it's and a really half not. Away. Yeah, it's a year and a half. All right, so calm down. <laughs> the fuck? I gotta, we gotta save some fucking money. Oh yeah, that's a good. I don't know if good I can point. afford to do it. Well, also then. I think other than the money, and so we're saving money, so we have everything we want. Yeah. It's like it is not safe I, to I, do things. I think now. Didn't, didn't the venue say that actually, uh, or at least when we first started talking to them, which was during COVID, mm-hmm. that they are currently allowed to do a hundred person wedding on their. They were venue. only allowed to do fifty to seventy five. Uh, so we're having a hundred plus. Yeah, I wouldn't. Invited. I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing that no so yeah, we picked a date where like you can be outside all things go well yeah. we you know should be vaccinating her herd immunity and all that shit so right and at worst yeah, if that doesn't happen it's still outside and like maybe less people will come but that's fine like i'm not canceling it unless i'm dead <laughs> that far in the future we're gonna have a different plague probably yeah. it's gonna be locusts and rivers of blood I mean, if we're getting married, all the plagues will happen that day. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited that we are having what I think will be, because everyone we talk to about it, I mean, people are supposed to feign excitement, but they do seem really excited because I think it might be one of the (laughs) things that happen, like the big event you get to go to after this monster pandemic maybe is settling down. You're a beacon of light. (laughs) I am. You're a beacon of hope. I am. For those invited, everyone else is shit out of luck. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you're invited. I'm personally inviting you to Katie's wedding. Yes. See everybody there. Bye, guys. Andrew, say goodbye. Oh, uh, goodbye. (laughs) That was terrible. You're fired.